0: The Humble Entrepreneur Podcast, my personal take on life and business by Robert Terry. Since 2005, I've been the co-owner of Nationwide Ventilation Limited, installing commercial kitchen ventilation. We've worked for the biggest names in the industry, including KFC and Taco Bell. The podcast gives you an insight into my journey and learnings along the way. Available on iTunes and Stitcher. Hey guys and girls, it's Rob Terry here, Um, another live video, just quickly tuning into it. Right, seven ways to boost your company cash flow. Now, um, pretty much every business at some point is going to suffer with uh, cash flow problems. It happens. There's no getting away with it. Sometimes you've bought too much stock. Sometimes you've got too much work committed. Whatever it may be, it could be at some point. It could be a complete lack of work that's uh, causing it, but there are things you can do when you've got a bit of a cash flow problem, there's certain things you can do um, that will help out your cash flow and they work relatively quickly and easily. Now, some of these things will work better for uh, actual physical businesses that sell stuff to people that got products, that kind of thing. Others, um, that, but most of them work generally speaking for everyone. So we'll get into them. So number one, the first thing you can do is negotiate with your customers advanced terms. Now, we um generally speaking in the ventilation business most of the business we do with our customers is on 30 days 60 days or 90 days some of them, the real pain in the ass ones are 90 days um and they tend to be the bigger businesses now if you've got a lot of them that are doing that it's time to start talking to them renegotiate your terms now some people will give you much better terms and you can actually um Sort of owe, get money that's owed to you you can sort of pull it forwards and get it in quicker so speak to them and negotiate new terms if you need to with them um, so that you can get um, obviously money that's coming in or money that's due in you don't have to wait so long for it like i say some companies don't even do it some companies um, a lot of people i know sort of smaller one-man bands tend to work on amounts of money up front so 50 percent deposit and so on and so forth or the other thing to do is looking at staging the payments for a project so it could be 50 percent up front 25 percent midway through 25 percent on completion or whatever that may be but just negotiate those advanced terms with somebody that's going to help your cash flow so leading on to number two kind of the same thing but in reverse and that is negotiate delayed payments with your suppliers or your creditors i.e pushing money that you owe to them further backwards um, so that's going to help you out because I kind of, you're right, mate, um, so obviously if you owe a lot of money to supplies, you can then spread it out so you can then in turn, turn around to your suppliers and negotiate 30 days, 60 days, 90 days to payment terms, but always be mindful that you're not just racking the bill up, without getting the money in because it's no good having all the money um, you owe in all the suppliers basically and you haven't got enough money to pay them when it does become due but we have it with our suppliers as well. Some payments are done on 30 days, some have done 60, some are done 90 again depending on what the products or service is that we are buying from them so those two combined so number one and two so getting advance payment terms and negotiating delay uh, delaying payment terms to suppliers those two combined can just free your cash flow up enough for you to just um, work through it and get over whatever the slight problem may be it could be that you've just got a temporary cash flow problem and you know you just need to put some money in or delay some payments out something like that but one thing I would always say to you is if you are talking about with your suppliers always tell them what you're doing don't just say, right, I'm not going to pay them for 90 days and don't fucking communicate because I think you're going under or whatever. Pick the phone up to them and say, look, guys, got a bit of a cash flow problem at the moment. Can you bear with us for X number of days and they are going to be more happy or even do part payments? Pay, you may have, say, 10 grand, you pay five grand now, five grand in another couple of months time, negotiate and talk with them. And you will find that most people are more than happy to talk to yet if you're experiencing those sort of things is when they don't know that things start getting a bit hairy and they start panicking a bit. So that's number two, negotiate delay payment terms for your suppliers. Number three, quite the easy, simple one, is borrowing the money. You can, at the moment, this day and age, if you need to borrow money, it is so cheap um, from loans, from banks, right the way through, I mean there's places like Funding Circle, places like that. Um, and at the moment, there are such good deals because the interest rates are so low. Borrowing might be a good move. Obviously, you've got to pay back what you borrow, but if it's a short term thing, then you know that you're going to be able to fund it down the line. It's not going to be an issue. A lot of people did it with the um, obviously coronavirus loans, those kind of things, bounce back loans, and all of those kind of things. They borrowed a lot of people borrowed money purely because it was so ridiculously cheap. I mean, the interest rate, I think the interest that they were charging, um, I think it was through Barclays they were charging like less than 2% interest on 50 grand loans. Well, it's absolutely crazy. And I know a lot of people did some really silly things with them. Only do it if you actually need that money, because I know people that have gone and taken out 50 grand bounce back loans and then they're fucked off and bought a car with it, which is absolutely crazy. But if you're using it to fund your cash flow or something like that, yes, go and do it. Likewise, you may be able to just short-term temporary credit card, company credit card, something along those lines, just to fund something, because that will give you like a month to get it paid off. So. Borrowing it is always another option, but obviously be mindful that it does need paying back. We've done it. When we've had some real we've had some real big projects or a real heavy month coming, we've temporarily got a bridging loan to just cover us for that, just to move things on. So that's number three. Borrow it, loans, any of those kind of things. Now, generally speaking, if you can borrow the smaller, smaller businesses, you're gonna be able to beg, borrow and steal from friends, family and things like that, and you'll get much, much better terms from them. Um, But again, as I say, if ever you borrow anything, be mindful that it's got to be paid back. It must, must be paid back, end of. So be careful with that. Right, number four, generating new sales. Now this is probably out of all of the things, it's the hardest one to do. But as soon as people get into cash flow problems, it's the first thing they jump on. Um, Obviously, new sales gives you more revenue, gives you more money coming through the door. Now... Loads of different things you can do. You can run special offers. If you've got something coming up, I mean at the moment, Black Friday is just coming up. So that's a classic one. Run a Black Friday offer, whatever it may be. Christmas time, run offers, whatever it may be. But generally speaking, there's some kind of holiday or something coming up that you can run an offer off the back of. Or you can just simply run an offer anyway. Don't necessarily need to wait for it. I mean, it's like the DFS sale. It's always a sale. It's always bloody on. So obviously generating new sales, more sales is going to get you more cash through the door. But it's not so easy. Um, Now, number five kind of ties in with that, and that is upsell to your existing clients because it is much easier to sell to people that are already your customers. So four and five kind of go hand in hand, but they are kind of two separate different things. So if you've got existing clients that aren't taking all of your products, all of your services, upsell to them selling the extra bits, selling more value whatever it may be but actually it's much easier to sell to them because they're already invested in you they're already buying from you Um so if it's it could be sort of you know get two offers and get 50 percent off the second offer or whatever it may be you see it all the time in the supermarkets they have these crazy offers for sort of three for two and all of these kind of things or buy one get the second one half price any of those things that's going to help generate by upselling to your existing clients. So upselling to existing is much, much easier than trying to go out and generate completely new sales from anybody across the board. So that's number four and five sort of combined together. Number six, price checking your suppliers. Make sure you are getting the best deal. Shop around. I mean, some parts you're not going to be able to because um, some parts are fairly specific um do you know what i mean there's only going to be one person that you can get them from but other places i mean like the ventilation business we have we have four or five different metal suppliers, and when we do a bulk order we'll put an order in for say a ton of stainless steel at a time we will go out to all of them and get the best deal we can so whoever may be the cheapest in those terms that's what you need to be doing so price checking your suppliers and you will be surprised by doing a bit of shopping around just how much money you can save now um, like I say, we, we do that when we buy certain things. So if it's big purchases or we've got a big quantity, we buy um, through different people. So we we chuck it out to all of them to get the best price. So price check all of your suppliers. That is going to give you um, a lot more money in banks. It's saving you money. It makes complete sense, doesn't it? So um, that's number six, price check your suppliers. Number seven, reduce your stock holding. Now, um, like I say, for a, a business business, um, that is uh, sort of a service-based business, this is not going to be applicable, but to anyone that carries stock, I mean, we carry stock a certain amount of items, stock is dead money until it's used and sold, until it's turned into something else for us, the sheet material, for example, until it's turned into a canopy, then out the door and sold, it's dead money. So we keep our absolute stock to a minimum. But what we've actually managed to do is negotiate really good delivery terms. So we're now pretty much next day delivery. So we can phone up our metal suppliers, I can place an order, anything up till three o'clock today, and we can have the metal here tomorrow morning for it. So we don't carry a stock. Firstly, it stops us getting robbed, because at the moment stainless prices have gone through the roof, so they're crazy, and everyone's trying to nick everything. So it stops us getting burgled. But secondly, it means that we're only buying it in as and when we're needing it. Rather than buying it and just leaving it sat there, doing nothing just dead stock likewise if you've got a lot of old stock if you've got like a load of old stock you think of all the like black fridays this is what all the shops they love black friday because they can pump out all the crap just likewise january sales you go onto to the next website and you're buying stuff from two three years ago that's all gone out of fashion but they're pumping it all out on the cheap because they do it so any old stock that you've got left laying around make a real concerted effort and push it out because at the moment that old stock is just sitting there as dead money so until you actually convert that to a sale it's no good So get rid of any old stock at the same time and reduce the physical amount of stock holding that you've got down now these things we've done all of these throughout our time in business and all of them work and all of them going to help your cash flow to one degree or another depending on how much you need to help cash flow the biggest thing you can do is obviously keep your top line sales as high as possible that's obviously going to mean the money's nicely flowing in but any of these other seven things that I've already just gone through, we can you can sort of tweak around with, and they will improve, and they will help out your cash flow, guys. We've done it. I've proved it. I know it all works. So quickly to go through them again from one seven. Negotiate advance payment terms with your customers to get your money in first. Uh, number two, negotiate delayed payment terms with your suppliers. So the people you're buying, stop from, delay their payment terms, but speak to them. Number three, borrow loans. From the family, Bexdeal borrower or credit cards, anything like that, get a loan to just temporary fund it, but it does have to be repaid. Number four, go out there and generate more sales. It's normally the first thing anyone does as soon as they see cash flow problems, they start generating more sales. Number five, upsell to your existing clients. Everyone's got existing clients, upsell to them. Number six, price check all your supplies. Make sure you're getting the best deal you are because the cheaper you can get it, the more money that leaves in your bank for you. And number six, reduce your stock and sell off any old sorry this is number seven reduce your stock and sell off any old stock that you may have black friday specials christmas deals whatever they may be get them done guys try any of those seven things i guarantee it, that will help improve your cash flow across your business right guys it's friday afternoon i'm going to leave you to it once again this will probably end up as a episode on the podcast so if you are listening to this on the humble entrepreneur podcast please do share Um, this with anybody that is listening anyone that's tuned in live thank you very much for tuning in live but if you are listening to the podcast please do share with anyone you think this can help out with guys right leave you all to it speak to you later on cheers guys bye remember folks stay humble and let your success talk for you see you later i think we have to go